Welcome back to the Sacred Penning Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. I'm a wife, mom, teacher, international best-selling author, and a transformative soul journaling practitioner. I've experienced and taught the power of this sacred practice for 24 years and journaled since the age of eight. Every Wednesday, we provide somatic, meditative inspiration and spirit-led prompts to pen your way to brighter days. Let's activate energetic discoveries together. It's all at your fingertips. Ready to get gritty? Let's dip in. Welcome to the Joyful Journaling Podcast. I am so excited to be with you today. My name is Becca Ray Eagle, and I'm a former teacher, former college English instructor, and a person who's been journaling since the age of eight. My hope for this podcast is that I can inspire you with different stories about how journaling has impacted my life, share some research about journaling, and help you to create a midweek lunch break journal break. Just like anything with journaling, it takes practice to receive its benefits And I'm here to help you with that. For almost 22 years, I had a practice of journaling with my students and then privately at home. I discovered exactly what I was doing in the year 2000. So 22 years ago, I was preparing for my master's degree and I took a course at Canisius College in the city of Buffalo, New York. Go Bills! (laughs) And... My research led me in an unusual direction. I was studying multicultural literacy, but I found out some information about my own literacy, how I perceive the world, what I do with my reading and my writing. And since I'd been a professional diary keeper or journaler since the age of eight, the research that I found from the Center for Journal Therapy really jumped out at me. The research was only a year old at that point, and I'm dating myself, but the internet was pretty new. Kathleen Adams had discovered and compiled some research going all the way back to the 1960s, and it was found in the 1960s that keeping a journal can provide a person a narrative point of view of their own experience. It can help them process what's actually going on in their brain, in their heart, dig up pieces of intuition, and it has an incredible plethora of health benefits. One of the geniuses you might have heard of, Leonardo da Vinci, was one of the first people that we have found their journals way back from the 15th century. Now, as a budding teacher, finding this information as I was kind of halfway through my master's program, kind of was jolting because I thought to myself, man, I missed the boat. (laughs) I should have been a journal therapist. But I realized that I could still use these tools with students to help them mine the information that they were processing in their minds and hearts about what we were reading in books, what they were experiencing in life, and to help them find their own voice. It turns out that as I did my research for this one class and found this information about journaling, that I also discovered other teachers were doing it, including the last class that I ever had for my master's program. 
Journaling was a huge part of that experience. All the way back from 1977, self-understanding and using a tool for self-understanding, journaling came to life. Now, Kathleen Adams has been around since the 1980s, and I cannot believe that I lived in Colorado for so long and never had the opportunity to go down to Denver and be in one of her classes, but I've taken her classes online and I've benefited so much from journaling throughout my life. So I want to bring this as a free practice to folks who maybe just want to dip in and discover it a little bit. And then hopefully they'll receive that feeling of joy that I felt, that feeling of being safe when I open the page, that feeling of not being judged the knowing that whatever comes from my mind and my heart through my pen onto that little page in the book, that it's a safe place to explore. This year, I had some profound self-growth opportunities, and I really dug into getting to know who I am, not only as a teacher, but a writer, a mom, and a student of myself in life. Around my birthday, I happened upon a book launch with Gabby Bernstein. And Gabby Bernstein wrote Happy Days. She is an incredible woman, way ahead of her time in terms of understanding how getting in touch with our deepest parts can help us heal as human beings. And when I tapped into her book, Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace, I looked at journaling in a whole new way. I not only found healing, but I went from beckoning joy, searching for joy, to finally reaching out to people who could help me embody joy. And if I hadn't had my journal and been able to have that safe place to go all these years, I wouldn't have gotten by as an empath and a highly sensitive person and kind of pretty intuitive as well. People would say that my faith is really important to me. People would say that I allowed my students to explore. I still do as a book doula. I helped people um, bring books to life um, over the last few years, and I'm knee-deep in that work now with budding authors. I'm also revising my memoir uh, right now to publish in February, and if I didn't have my journal, none of this would be a part of my life. None of this. Taking a few moments for stillness and a few moments to collapse all the judgment, all the expectations, all the to-do list. (laughs) Journaling serves as your place to grow. Now, I want to lead you through an initial exercise today that won't be anything scary. It won't be anything too deep, but hopefully brings you some delight. I intend for these episodes to be short as I want you to typically just have a self-care break. Journaling doesn't have to be serious or have to deal with anything serious, but it can help us do some serious work improving our brain's organization. It can improve our mental health and focus, and it can help us to dig into some things that normally we wouldn't have the bravery to go into. Think of it as having an open dialogue with your creative and loving self. 
don't judge what's on the page and give yourself some time and space to make it a practice. Practicing journaling, just like anything, is the way to get it done. The way to make it work for you, the way to make it serve you and your life. So I want us to begin today with just doing some quick grounding. Stop what you're doing, close your eyes for a moment, and take a deep breath in. And breathe out. Take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Take a deep breath in. And breathe out. I want you to think about your favorite picture. Everybody has one. In this crazy, take a picture of everything, posted in social media world, we don't have to wait anymore for film processing, dark rooms, all the different things we had to wait for when I was a little girl. It's instant. But maybe the picture that you have is from a not-so-instant time. Take out your favorite picture, and I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it for two minutes. And I want you to absorb every piece of information that it wants to give you as you focus wholly on that picture. Entirely give your attention to the picture. Is it a landscape? Are there people in the picture? What do you see? What do you smell in that picture? Is there anything you're tasting? Uh, Where is this picture taking you? Wholly engross yourself in what is before you for exactly two minutes. Wholly engross yourself in what it's trying to tell you. And when you're done, I want you to take out your journal And I want you to recall everything that the picture told you. A good way to keep track of your thoughts is to date everything. Now, time is an illusion, of course, but keeping a date and possibly a time that you started and a time that you're going to end will help you kind of keep a dialogue going with yourself and in organized fashion. What is this picture telling you? What are the senses that have been evoked? Who's in the picture and what are they telling you? What are you feeling at this moment? Why is it your favorite picture? Does it serve a purpose in your life? Why do you still have the thing? Is it in a frame? Is it your screensaver? Is it on your phone? Is it someplace you had to go looking for it? Where is this favorite picture coming from? And how accessible was it? for you to get to, to spend some time with it. So you've spent two minutes looking at the picture and thinking about the questions that I've provided. You've dated your journal, and now it's time for you to write down every piece of information the picture is telling you. No judgment. You and your favorite picture. Everybody has one. Why is it your favorite picture? Let it speak to you now. Think about where the picture was taken. Who was there? Who took the picture? What was the event going on when this image was captured? What was the primary emotion you felt in needing to capture this photo? Was it a photo that you took specifically to gain a reaction? Or was it a photo taken for you to enjoy? Who is there? What's going on? Why was it taken? How do you feel looking at it now? 
The picture will provide information to you. Now, I want you to somehow keep track of the time that you're writing. I want you to be writing fast and furiously for five minutes. Fill up the entire page. Now, you don't have to have this look like a Shakespeare term paper or anything about Maya Angelou's determination of what is important in humanity through her poetry. We're not doing anything super, super important here, but the work is important. You can jot down words. You can jot down phrases. It can go top to bottom. It can go left to right. It can go in a circle. It can be in simple sentences or phrases. Just fill up the page with whatever comes to you about that picture. And for five minutes, really get to know what this picture is trying to tell you. As you've been keeping time for five minutes, at the end of the five minutes, what I want you to do is go back with your pen and reflect. I want you to circle five words, phrases, or parts on the page that really help you capture the essence of what this photograph was trying to tell you. This photograph has information for you, and what you've written about it is a piece of yourself. It's a little experiment and a safe one, because you had some choice in the matter. You had the opportunity to choose a picture that you said was your favorite. I want you to look at the five areas that you have circled, and I want you to think about What value this information gives to your life? What is it teaching you? It has worth. The picture has worth. Your expressions have worth. Hopefully, as you looked at your favorite picture and you have completed circling your favorite parts, it's told you something even more. As we break things down and do reflection on whatever we write, it's important to notice how freely the information came. Were we guarding the words that we put down on the page? Were we protecting a memory? Were we exploring a memory in the picture? Were we casting a light on what we wanted it to tell us? Or were we trying to keep something in the dark? Hopefully this has really made you appreciate the picture that you've chosen and to appreciate some of the words that you chose. Big to small is one of the ways that I have helped students and different people to really focus when they journal. And reflection is a tool in itself, part of the journaling process. It's one of the first exercises that I did with the Center for Journal Therapy in my studies with Kathleen Adams, looking at large captures of our thoughts on paper to small, and really valuing those little chunks of information, just letting them have their space, have their breath, and have their place in the world. It's so wonderful what you just created in terms of the connection with the picture and the words that came forth today. Some people will want to throw away a page after they journal. Uh, There are many different practices, but for keeping a habit, it's good to see progress. And unless it's something that has upset you, I would hope that you would keep it in the journal and really glean from your reflections today. Now, remember that this is not journal therapy, but this is a way to start opening the gates to what 
can flow out and help you organize your heart, your mind, and even your life simply by letting go, letting the pen talk, and opening a gate to what's hiding inside. Thanks for journaling with me today. And if you have some feedback, we would love it if you'd leave it on an IG instant message. Um, I'm also on Facebook if you want to join our joyful journaling community. I hope that this has given you some food for thought and been a nice, relaxing lunch break for you today. Thanks for journaling with us.